Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Hi, welcome back to Is It Bedtime Yet? I'm Dr. Jen and I'm here remotely with Dr. Serene. Hey, Jen. Hey, Serene. How is it going? It's going. I feel like that's it's literally like the most loaded question you can ask anybody these days. Yeah, I have like n- no response for that other than it's going and it's going. You know, we're just trying to go with it. We're trying to catch yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I think my boilerplate's been recently like hanging in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's uh it's been a lot. How how are you guys doing in terms of where you guys are at with because I know like we're starting to get into gear with like trying to figure out what's happening with schools and like what's happening with like levels of quarantine for different people and where everybody's at how are you guys doing with everything um I mean there's still no information about schools and all that fun stuff and school starts in about a month um isn't it so weird not knowing a plan when you're like a month out from school starting yeah, yeah, and I think it's causing a lot of people anxiety, a lot of kids, yeah. a lot of high school students, which I feel so bad for. Um, yeah. Imagine seniors going into their senior year like this. Oh, I know. Um, um, it's causing a lot of parents' anxiety, a lot of administrators, teachers. I, can, I can't even imagine being a parent who's also a teacher right now. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Having to worry about what your classroom is going to look like and – what's going to also happen your, with your kids, kids. Yeah. yeah so I think I think it's something that everybody's going through yeah, yeah definitely I know it's a lot and it, like you said I think the biggest anxiety is that like everybody's trying to plan ahead and everybody's trying to figure out what their plan is and so much can change in this next month I mean so much has changed from day to day in terms mm-hmm. of you know at least in the U.S., numbers going up of cases, and I know, you know, and that different people feel differently. You know, it, it might increase some people's anxiety, and they might not want to send their kids to school, or I don't know. Everything is changing by the day, and I keep telling yeah. people, don't commit yourself to something you see on the news today because tomorrow totally. will be a different story, a different, yeah. Um, I don't even know what what's the word I'm looking for, but a, a different development. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, How are you doing? I'm, what's your anxiety uh, like? Hey, <laughs> hanging in there. <laughs> it, um, you know, yeah. what were we going to say? I was, I was just asking, like, is it a pretty butterfly? Is it like a spastic wasp? What's, what is it? I like, I like those imagery, uh, yeah. th- those images. Um, I, it's like a a fucking scribble on a piece of paper right now. Um, Well, like you said, like, it's just so hard because like, we're trying to plan ahead. We're trying to figure out what our plan is, but like, there's so many unknowns and there's so many factors and trying to figure out like how to, how to maintain this, like working from home scenario with the kid at home and like probably planning to keep her home in the fall, but we're not entirely sure what the plan is and how that's going to look for like, continuing to like what what that's going to look like for sustainability for the way we've been doing things it's it's hard yeah yeah Yeah. 
So I guess that is the perfect segue into yes. our topic, self-care again. Yes. But I think this is something important for us to revisit every once Absolutely. in a while. Well, and especially right now, because I mean, obviously, like you mentioned, like in different states and even different counties, like things look so different, like regarding COVID and quarantine and level of quarantine and where things are at with numbers. But at least for us, like we live in kind of a hot spot being in LA. And so number and especially after the holiday weekend and all sorts of stuff going on, you know, the holiday weekend being 4th of July, um, like numbers have gone up and so many things are changing. So at least where we are, there are a lot of people that are still like pretty heavily in quarantine or like choosing to stay away from, you know, like other people and all that kind of stuff. So it drastically changes what self-care looks like or what it used to look like for a lot of people. Yeah. So what, I mean, I can imagine a lot of people, what self-care looks like for them right now is probably there, there's no self-care. Right. Right. Or it's very limited. Right. Right. Yeah. Because everything is closed, right? People that like to go to the gym, people that Mm -hmm. like to get their nails done for self-care or get a massage or... Massage was my thing. And I miss having a massage so much. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Or even meeting up with friends for brunch or something. Just to get away. I mean, even something as simple. Yeah. Like for, I know, at least for me, like us getting together and doing the podcast together was like a good way to like escape, unwind, like have some dedicated time where like you and I get to like hang out. We get to, you know, like we kind of like shoot the shit and hang out and catch up and stuff before we record. And that was like such great. So even that itself was self-care that I so miss and I I noticed we're like trying to recreate that we like kind of like catch up on you know we talk before we start recording but right there's so many things that are different now that make it so hard and one thing you know I I want to revisit is when you and me kind of talk about the like no self-care self-care right right the 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 um, anti-self-care the anti-self-care when you're not Mm -hmm you're not actively doing something. Right. You're not going out and exercising or you're not right. going, getting your nails done or hair done. You're just kind of like, you know what? I'm going to take a mental health day today and mm-hmm. I'm going to just Netflix and chill in bed all day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> given everything that's been going on, I've heard a lot of people wonder what that fine line is between yeah. symptom of depression or anxiety where you're not wanting to face the world, you know, you're mm-hmm. versus that anti-self-care, self-care. Right. right. Well, cause I think a lot of people who weren't intentionally trying to anti-self-care ended up anti-self-caring without it being like an intentional switch because of necessity. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and always have to redirect people and say, you know what, if you had depression, this is what it would look like. This is the time frame. This is the things you wouldn't be doing. This is the, you know, is it interfering right. with your typical social, whatever social looks like now, um, financial or your job or your school? Is it is it interfering with those things? You know, it has it lasted a certain period of time? Has it 
you know, are all these other symptoms also present? No, right. then, then that's just you saying like, fuck, I need a day. Like I need yeah, a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but, but it's, it's really been creeping up of people thinking, I think I'm depressed because I was in bed all day and I had all these things to do. I planned on doing my laundry and going grocery shopping and I just didn't. I just didn't. I stayed in bed and watched Netflix. I think right. I'm depressed. Right. And I think the the defining factor would be like, so was that just today or was that just the past couple days or has that been the past four months? And, right. you know, like kind of taking a look at like, have since since quarantine started have you just been in bed and literally not gotten up have you been pushing aside every single responsibility you have to do or was it literally just the past couple days that's what it's looked like and trying to like discern like how long it's been going on for are you able to like break up days like that with other days where you're able to get things done or is it that's become the new normal right Mm -hmm. um I I guess I ask people, does it feel like you're going through the blues or does it feel like real depression? And they always ask like, what's the difference? And we'll go in, you know, and we even talked about, you know, you know, when we talked about postpartum depression on that, uh, on that episode a while back, we talked about having the blues and having postpartum depression. And it's the same Mm -hmm. with just depression. Are you, are you? blues or is this a full blown clinical depression or clinical, you know, diagnosis of generalized anxiety disorder? Like, right. Well, and I think too, another, another piece of this, of this is like having to shift your expectations of yourself. Cause I think a lot of times people are like, well, I'm home all day. Like I like exercise, for example, cause that's a good example of something that people do for self-care, but also like people kind of view that as like, um, like a, one of the factors of that, like, they're still able to do something, but it's also like a a self-care thing. So a lot of times people are like, well, I'm stuck home all day. Like I should be exercising all the time. But I think there's a differentiation between like, like, let's say you haven't exercised this whole time. That's fine. But are you doing other things to move your body and like get moving? Right. Or like, are you just literally staying on the couch the whole time? Because if you're expecting yourself just because you're home, especially if you're a parent and you have kids and you're busy, you're trying to keep them busy, you're trying to do schooling with them on Zoom. If you're like, oh, I'm such a failure, I haven't been exercising this whole time. Well, yeah, you haven't been exercising this whole time, but have you and your kids been going out for walks? Have you been uh, helping your kid do, I don't know, for them to be able to be moving around and you've been jumping around with them? Like, have you been active at all? And then kind of shifting that expectation of like what exercising means, because right now exercising might not be, may not mean going to the gym for 45 minutes every day or every other day. Like that might not be realistic for you and your family and what's happening right now, but are you doing something equivalent where you're moving your body and you're feeling okay and you're like getting those endorphins? Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. And and to go a bit further, you just mm-hmm. reminded me of um, people that are also putting expectations on themselves. And I think we talked about this in a previous episode. Um, people that are putting expectations on themselves to meet certain goals because they're home, mm-hmm. clean out my garage right. or um, organize my office space at home or get rid of, you know, go through my kids' clothes and get rid of things they've outgrown or whatever. Right. Um, 
Because everybody on social media is doing that, right? Everybody on social media is posting their DIYs right now. Um, And if you haven't gotten to those, that's okay. Like you didn't fail. It's not a failure. Right. Um, Right. And if you have to just not do that to take care of yourself, if you need to check out because we're so overly stimulated. When I'm in my Mm -hmm. office, my physical office away from home, Mm -hmm. that's all I'm focused on, right? But when you're working at home, between what you're doing for work, you also have other things to do, right? For me, for example, between sessions, I'm like, oh, okay, I have like five minutes. Let me put in a new load of laundry. Let me, you know, whatever, clean the dishes in the sink or whatever. Whereas at my physical office, I would just be preparing for my next client mentally, just literally sitting there, maybe even staring at the wall, you know, just having a, but we're overly stimulated. And if you cannot add one more thing to your box of things to do, that doesn't mean you're failing. Right. Right. That just means you're practicing self-care. I would say. No, I completely agree. I think at at this point in the situation that many of us find ourselves in, especially as parents stuck at home with our kids, I think it's so easy to be on emotional overload. Yeah. And it's really hard to tune or like to tone down anything or to like filter out things that you don't need to be doing because there's always things that need to be done and there's always things that you could be doing and you always like there's no separation between work and kids and there's no separation between home and office and everything is just there and it's hard to make the distinction it's hard to separate it out it's hard to switch hats when you leave your work laptop and go you know start making dinner or whatever it is like everything is just that much harder. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, when you're in the office, you know, we, we see, let's say five clients or, you sure. know, if you're a teacher, you taught three classes or yeah. whatever, whatever profession you are, you do a certain amount of stuff in that day. Right. Yeah. But now you're doing that while you're doing housework while you're making sure your children are safe, you know, right. You're doing all these things at once. Yeah. I find myself in between sessions. Like I have that 10 minutes to like write my notes, prepare for the next client, do all that kind of stuff. But I always find myself for some reason going downstairs and checking to see how things are going and making sure my kid's okay, making sure sure things are going fine. And I'm like, that's not a thing I need to be doing, but it's so hard to turn that off because I'm physically there and I can hear what's happening downstairs and I can hear what's happening around me. And it's, it's hard to filter things and, and like completely like be engaged in one place instead of in all the places. Right. Yeah. And and this is all just to demonstrate how or why it's okay. If there's something that you feel like you should be doing, but you're not, you don't because your brain needs a break. Yeah. It just needs a rest. Well, on that said, I know it's so hard and it's so much easier said than done. But like, if you are feeling that overload, if you're feeling that like emotional burnout, trying to find any amount of time where you could take time for yourself is so important right now. 
like whether it's after kids go to bed, whether it's asking your partner to take over for a few minutes, so you could like step outside and be outside by yourself, like whatever it is. If you're feeling overloaded, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling unable to focus on different aspects of your life, like I think taking a few moments to yourself or or more if you have that luxury is so important because, you know, before quarantine, before everything happened, that's what a lot of parents would do is they would take time either when their kids are at school or when, whenever they got a chance to go do a thing, like you said, like going to get your nails done, going to the gym, whatever it is where you have that time to yourself. So even though it's harder now, I think it's equally as important to find that time, even if it's much smaller and feels less significant, it's just as important. Right. So take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. <laughs> Where do we go from here? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's it's just so hard because I think yeah. so much of this is like, like I like especially like I'm thinking like as as a parent, if I were listening to this, like it's so much easier said than done, mm-hmm. is what I just keep thinking. But I acknowledge that it is. Like it is so much easier said than done. It it is. It, but but I think that's why I love like the whole, you know, idea of the anti-self-care, self-care. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not something that you physically have to plan or do right, or right. pump yourself up for. Yeah. If it's literally just sitting on the couch for like 15 minutes and staring off into space. Zoning out. Yes. That's do that. If it's, yeah. you know, like saying, forget it. I'm not going to bathe my kids today. They're fine. They're clean. They bathed yesterday. Right. They sat home all day. They didn't sweat. Yep. They didn't play in dirt. They didn't do anything. They were at home and I'm going to skip bath today because I'm just too tired. That's yep. okay. That's okay. Yep. If they have clean, done it. <laughs> yeah. If, if they're, if they're clean and their, you know, hygiene is all there. They, you know what? That's fine. Even if, even if they're clean ish, <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> But I think, but I think what's important about this conversation is just normalizing this for everybody is that like, you know, we as the quote unquote professionals are telling you that we struggle with this stuff too. Like this is incredibly stressful and it's incredibly hard and challenging. And I think everybody has to kind of find what works for them, but knowing that you're not in this by yourself and that every parent who's going through this similar situation is struggling because this is this is not normal this is incredibly stressful and there are so many unknown factors and that that is anxiety producing for everyone mm-hmm. well Jen what's one self-care that you've done this week let's see um this week uh <laughs> what's really funny is I really enjoyed doing this is gonna sound so stupid I really enjoy doing like arts and crafts and like making things but I never I never do like I never take the time to do anything um but we needed an activity we needed something for my daughter to be doing over the summer when school was out so we literally like begged her teacher to like just do one-on-one zoom classes with with our daughter and like every other day it's like three times a week we do we do art with the teacher and like she comes up with like an activity and like we we create something like we make an art project and helping my daughter make an art project in the morning three times a week 
has been really good self-care for me. Like being able to like not be focused on work. Like that's dedicated time where I know that she and I are sitting and doing something and we're, I'm creating something with her and she's enjoying that I'm there doing something with her. And I know that sounds like so. That sounds it, it awful to me. <laughs> See, and for me, I love that kind of, and that's what I was going to say. Like, even as I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, that's weird that that's the thing that I would choose, but I really enjoy doing it with her. And so, okay. for, for I didn't me, know you were so arts and craftsy. I love it because well, cause I never um, set aside time to do it, and I never, I never make the time. But I needed something for her to do, right. and then I realized how much I was looking forward to like those those sessions, <laughs> like every other week. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of like my self care. I'll take You're it. Like, Move over, kiddo. It's yeah. my class. <laughs> we made unicorn catchers this week. It was wonderful. Nice. Um, but yeah, so just so even just something like that. Um, but maybe more traditionally, uh, I really enjoy just kind of like at the end of the day when I don't have my daughter, like just take like being able to like take a shower uninterrupted. And I bought like these like you know, like bath bombs where like it it explodes scents or whatever. Yeah. I don't have like a wonderful soaking tub. So I found some like some shower bombs that are like the same idea that like you put them in the shower and it like releases a scent. I was trying to figure out like what could feel kind of spa-ish at home. And so like just having some uninterrupted time where like I I don't have to focus on anybody else or anything else. So I, I would say like more traditionally, maybe that that would be my answer. What about you? Um. I found that Netflix has a new season, like a brand new Unsolved Mysteries. <gasps> I saw that. I haven't started yet, yeah. though. I want to watch it. Is it good? It, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's okay. Um, yeah. But it's not like the the OG, you know. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I watched a couple of episodes and right. yeah, yeah, just kind of zoned out. I love it. I don't even know if I really paid attention to what was going on. I just, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that yeah, like every, almost every night, um, my husband and I have been working our way. I think I've even mentioned this before. We've been working our way through the AFI Top 100 movie list. Yeah. And we've been working on it for over a year. But now I we're down really. Say, wasn't yeah, that your really New Year's resolution last year? <laughs> was to work on it. Yeah, to, yeah. to get through it. But we have five left. We're almost there. Um, some of the movies I despise and I hate. I realize that I am not a fan of westerns. I can't stand oh, them. God. Um, but we've watched everything, even if it was torturous. But even those movies I hate, I'm okay with because I literally just zone out and it's fine because I'm just zoning out and I'm not paying attention to anything and it's wonderful. What do you have left? I'm curious. Oh. Uh, there's some really, we ended up with like all the super long ones at the end because we've been putting them off. So we have like a million three hour movies left at the end of this list. Um, I know Ben-Hur for sure is one of them. Okay. Um, there's some silent film that's like almost three hours long. I forgot what it's called. Um, and (laughs) my husband's least favorite movie of all time. And I don't know why, but he despises it. And I've never seen it, so I don't know. But I think he's been putting it off to the end. And I've been making fun of him that he's going to end this list with his least favorite movie. And it's going to be super anticlimactic for him. So we should just do it now before we get to the very end. But Deer Hunter, have you seen that? No. I don't know anything about it. 
other than I think there's like a scene where they play Russian roulette. That's the only thing that I know, but it's like a war movie or so. I don't know, but my husband despises it. And it's one of the five movies we have left and I'm trying to explain to him, we should watch it now before it's the last one on the film. Cause otherwise we'll be like all excited to be done with the list, but he'll be all bummed because he had to end on a movie he hated. So. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at the list right now. So oh, are you? Some of the movies are so stinking cute. Like I love some of these movies. Yeah. Well, it's, so, such, it's such a diverse list. It's yeah. that, Actually, that would be my suggestion for anybody who's feeling stuck or doesn't know what to watch on Netflix or like wants an activity to do during quarantine. The AFI Top 100 list is pretty amazing because even though I'd say like maybe yeah. like 30% of them I've hated, but it's like forced us to step outside our comfort zone mm-hmm. with films. And it's like given us a list of things to choose from when we need to pick a movie to watch. It's, it's a really cool activity to do if people are interested in like checking out new films. Yeah. It happened one night. Did you watch that? Yes. Oh, so cute. It's really cute. Oh, I see the deer hunter. You skipped over uh-huh. 153. Yeah. A bunch. We, we of... haven't been doing. We haven't been doing it in order. We've just yeah. kind of been doing like whatever we could find or want to watch. I know there's a bunch of Hitchcock movies, which yeah, awesome. I like Hitchcock. Sorry, I don't and know why really... I'm like stuck on this right now, but we're gonna no, be talking no, about it's... this right now. Yeah, we should. Oh, sorry. You, you guys should definitely check this out. It's been fun. And there are some you can watch with the kids. Like, I think Toy Story is on there. Wizard of Oz is on there. Um, Snow White. I saw. Snow White is on there. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some like kid movies. There's some horror movies. There's a bunch of westerns, some war movies, some musicals. My husband hates musicals and it's forced him oh, to watch some musicals. So yeah. that's been fun. I, I've seen all of the ones like made before 1965 yeah <laughs> that's what it looks yeah like. <laughs> and then after that it gets kind of weird um, yeah yeah how funny so cute. it's fun okay. so, if you, so if, if people are feeling stuck and want a suggestion for something to do that's but that's been a good self-care activity that uh that's been fun to do so yeah Catherine yeah. Hepburn is in a bunch of these and- you know what I realized is that I don't like Catherine Hepburn <gasps> as I've been watching these I know I can't I can't I don't it's think her, it's her anymore. accent her accent serene her like well, fake accent when she they, was younger especially I know that's they how they train that them. accent I know I know what is it called the mid-Atlantic or yep. something yeah, that's. I think that's what the, it's called. The Mid Atlantic accent. I, she's actually. Oh she's fine. She's. Uh, she's okay. I like a lot of the movies she's in, but just. Oh, her voice just drives me nuts. But. Uh, but yeah, there's some super cute things on there. There's there's good films. Yeah. Um, and then there have been some movies that we watch and we're like, oh, why was that on this list? <laughs> but. It's really fun. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. exciting. That's a good list. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> awesome. Yeah, well, it's, I, I like what you're doing way better than my Netflix <laughs> issues. Here. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm also watching a lot of Netflix. Stuff. <laughs> oh, speak. Have Have you seen the the show Dark? Have we talked about this? No. Serene. Okay, dark. that's that's my new assi- That's my assignment for you. Okay, is it Dark on Netflix? Dark? It's a it's a German show. It's in German with subtitles. Awesome. Thank um, you. I have to read now. <laughs> So you actually have to pay attention. Actually, this is like, you have to want to be paying attention because this is like not only in another language, but it's about like time travel stuff. And it's like really, it's like a pretty dark show, but like it gets effing confusing because like they get deep into it and it gets like really, you have to be paying attention. But I I think it's the kind of show you'd really like. Okay. I I just pulled it up on my 
on my okay. app. So it's it's worth checking out, I think. It's uh but it's definitely one of those ones like you have to be paying attention. Like you have to be in that kind of mindset for it. But there've yeah. only been the third season just came out and that's the final season. And so that just ended. So the show is over. But um it's uh it's pretty binge worthy. Okay. We we yeah. did the whole like Harry Potter series. Oh yeah, we did that too. Which I've never seen before or me neither. Really into, but so cute. Um it was cute. You watched it you watched at least like you said half of it with your kids, right? All of it. Oh, all of it with your kids. Did they like all of it? Yeah. I mean, we were very kind of like slow and cautious because I was mm-hmm. really I, I was warned that it's scary and Yeah. Um, but my kids I mean, I they they didn't. And I kept asking them, like asking, you know, prompting questions to see if like yeah. they found anything um, uncomfortable. And they were like, no, yeah. it's great. <laughs> um, so cute. yeah, they were totally fine with it. Um, okay. They loved it. They loved it. Cute. Um, but yeah, we've been watching a lot of, uh, a lot of movies that come in. What do you call them? Oh my gosh. Oh, with like sequels? Sequels. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I can't speak, I swear. I got um, you. Like we watched all the Shreks in order. Oh, fun. Um, you know, we did we did those kinds of stuff. Like yeah. all the movies that are in like, you know, they have a bunch of sequels. We just did that. Um, nice. For kids, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it was more self-care for them than for me. but For sure. But I'm sure it's self-care for you where, like, you have them sitting in one place and you're not, like, having to wrangle them or, like, do something with them. I'm sure that is yeah. self-care in yeah. some form. Yeah. One night we watched um, – I've seen it a million times, but Dial M for Murder. My husband hadn't seen it I don't before. Think, I don't Alfred think I've Hitchcock. seen it. Uh, Hitchcock. Have I you seen have that? You Wait, I'm getting so confused because we like after this list, like my husband will be like, "Remember that time we watched this movie?" And I'm like, "We watched that movie because we've just watched so many movies." I don't know if that was on the list. I don't think I saw it, but yeah, I don't think oh, I don't think I've seen it. So good, watch oh, it. Oh, okay, good. I love Hitchcock, so yes. Oh, definitely. it's so good. That's like one okay. of my favorites. Um, and I was like on cloud nine that night. I was oh. like in heaven. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll have to do, we need to finish this damn list, but then afterwards we'll we'll get to that one. I love how this episode started out as what other people should do for self-care and that right. not doing self-care is okay as long as you're just, you know, taking care of yourself and then it turned into our personal self-care. Right. But I think this is good cuz we're modeling for everybody how like that self-care can look like anything. And that's what you're and, modeling and for your kids at home too. So Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. When you're taking care of yourself and you're verbalizing, you know, yes. mom just needs a five minute break. I'm going to go yes. shut my eyes in my bedroom for a second. I'll be right back. It's important for okay. your kids to see that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <sighs> well, and on that note, <laughs> um, if you guys have any thoughts for us, um, any if you want to share what you guys have been doing for self-care or any thoughts about anything we've talked about in this episode, um, you can email us at isitbedtimeyetpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. Our Instagram handle is isitbedtimeyetpodcast with underscores between each of the words. And on Facebook, isitbedtimeyetpodcast. 
And for now, this is Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene, and we are here still asking, is it bedtime yet? <laughs>